0: Welcome to Discovering Spirit Within. This is Reverend Deborah Phillips coming to you from Spiritual Life Center in Sacramento, California. Today, my topic is when things go off the rails. Now, the first thing I want to say is when I'm talking about things going off the rails, I'm not talking about a catastrophe in your life. It's when you're motoring along, just doing what you do, and then other things start to come in and throw off your rhythm and uh, require you to do things differently. An example, of course, is either you or someone you know has developed a health issue and they're having to go to different doctor's appointments. Right there, that either throws off the rhythm of your day or possibly even your week if there's a lot of appointments involved. Things can happen at work where a new person comes in or a person leaves uh, or just new new projects come in and all of a sudden that rhythm that you had going is disrupted. It can also happen in your home where, you know what I mean, I, I think you get the idea of what I'm talking about. And the first thing I'm going to say about that is don't panic. Now, I can speak from very recent experience, and it's probably why I'm doing this particular topic, is if you are a regular listener, you may have noticed that there's just two weeks missing of podcasts. What happened was, we had a lot of things going on at SLC that are sort of outside my purview, but at the same time, I have to be involved in them. And they were coming from several directions. And I just couldn't I don't know, there was a lot of chaos going on. And it's not my strongest, chaos is not my strongest area. And so I couldn't, I couldn't focus. And what fell by the wayside was, of course, the podcast, the last podcast I did, I had a really hard time doing it because I couldn't focus. Now, my first reaction to that was resistance. And it's like, I have to do this. People are going to drop away and they're never going to listen to me again. And oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And oh, maybe I should just stop doing the podcast altogether because it's gone and I don't have any ideas. Um, Okay, this is panic, right? (laughs) Exactly what I'm telling you or suggesting that you not do. Now, it was a good exercise for me. So a little bit of panic is not horrible, don't beat yourself up, you do. At the same time, I'm like, okay, get a hold, Deborah. (laughs) This will come back, things will settle down, and you'll get back into your groove. Well, I still was kind of beating myself up for not, not having something new out there for you. And then I had to step back and look at it. And so one of the first thing to do after you finish panicking and get over the panicking is say, well, what's really going on here? Now you might ask, why is this happening? And that's an okay question if you're not asking it from the point of view with your hand on your foreheads going, oh my God, why is this happening to me? If that's, that's not the way to ask the question. Stepping back and saying, okay, what's going on? Why are these things happening? In my case, the why was simply I was dealing with a whole bunch of different people, about four or five different people, who were all doing different things that needed my help or input, or I needed something from them, and they were all going in different directions. And so there was just a lot of chaos. So that was my why. And then I stepped back a little bit farther and said, okay, how much of this, how much of my inability to sit down and focus on doing a 20 minute podcast has to do with external stuff going on and how much did it have to do with my internal landscape? And I discovered that it was a bit of both. I, um, I was so distracted by everything on the outside that I was tired and my inner landscape just wanted to rest. It just wanted to stop and it wasn't giving me any good ideas and so it's like do I just do a podcast because I absolutely have to and I finally gave myself permission to let it go for a week or two. I wasn't comfortable with it. I'm still not comfortable with that, but that's what happened and that's what was. And so here we are again. Taking that time actually gave me the space to think about what I was doing with this podcast, the kinds of things I was talking about, and whether or not I wanted to change it up a little bit, not necessarily with the basic format, but how I was approaching it. Now, I mentioned that there was a moment in there where I was thinking, maybe I should just stop doing the podcast. It's too much. I don't have any good ideas. And it turns out that when things go off the rails is exactly the time to not give up. It is exactly the time to not quit. It is the time, it's an opportunity. It's a time to step back. It's a time to look at what's going on and think about what you're doing and maybe how you're doing it. It's a time to get clarification. And that doesn't mean that everything is gonna go back to being perfect, but taking time off to evaluate, get clear, and then perhaps reset your intention now, my intention for doing this podcast in the first place was simply to replace the Wednesday night program when we were in the pandemic shutdown and we couldn't do the Wednesday night. I found out that I really loved doing it. I found that it's kind of a kick to sit here and just talk into a microphone and see what comes out of my mouth without a lot of preparation. It's a really good kind of training ground for me. And then... As I've gone through these last couple of years and had these different challenges, this isn't the first time it's gone off the rails. I've been able to think about what it is I'm doing and why I'm doing this. And it's still fun. I still like sitting here kind of yammering at you for a time just to see what what comes out of my mouth for a different topic. In resetting my intention for this podcast, I made a couple of decisions, one of which, yes, I will keep doing it. Another one was I'm going to take the pressure off of myself to record it on a the same day every week and make sure that it gets to my sound guy Cameron Lawson on a certain day because I know that he doesn't act on it for 2 or 3 days after that. So I was making myself make sure I had it done on Wednesdays when who knows when he's going to do it, you know, get it ready to post for the next Wednesday. And then the biggest Probably the biggest reset was to stop thinking that I had to come up with something profound and make a big, huge point every single time. I let myself off the hook. And when I did that, all of a sudden, like three topics came into my head at one time. It was like, bam, bam, bam. And it was like, oh, thank you so much. So a lot of this going off the rails for me, watching those little cars fall off the rail, was about taking the pressure off of myself. It was about adjusting my own internal landscape, my mindset about what I was doing and why I was doing it. So going off the rails, life going off the rails, things going off the rails, is an opportunity. Now, right now, I'm not talking about the really big things in life that happen, the divorces, the the someone dying, any of those, losing a job, any of that stuff that's really major life-changing events. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about that that motoring on and then having all these little things get in the way, whether it's doctor appointments or um, something going on with your car or this thing or that thing or the other thing. Now, you might not agree with me at first thought, but bear with me. I believe that in many ways, we are very well equipped to handle the big stuff, the big events that happen in our lives. Someone dies, someone gets married, someone gets divorced. All of these big things that happen in life, we, we, we jump into coping with them because they're big and they're right in front of us and we, we know we have to cope with them. We know that we have to find a way to work through them because they sort of just fill the whole screen in front of us and there's nothing else we can do but deal with it. When the little things come along, and especially like one little thing after another, it's kind of like walking, I don't know, walking through a room, you know, where there's Legos all over the floor and you keep running into these little injuries and these little distractions. That can be so much more difficult to deal with because it's coming from all sides. And sometimes it's the smallest thing that will trigger us into that panic, into that why is this happening to me? I can't take anymore. A good example is what I call the shoelace factor. Now, shoelaces have a particular beingness in this world, and their beingness has to do with the fact that they will always break at the very last minute when you are late going somewhere. And those are the only shoes that you can wear that day. They never give you warning. They always do it at the last minute. And there you are with a broken shoelace just when you needed it the least. And it is that tiny moment where you either panic and say, I can't do this anymore. Or you may say, okay, I'm done. I need to stop and think about this. Of course, one of the frustrations here is that it's all these little things coming at us and we, eat, we will say, well, that's just a little thing. That's no big deal. And that's just a little thing. And that's no big deal. And that's just a little thing. It's sort of like snowflakes. You know, it's one or two snowflakes, but eventually you've got three feet of snow and it becomes a little bit overwhelming. Now, I'm not saying that we need to stop and deal with every little tiny thing that comes along as it comes along, because sometimes we can't do that. and Sometimes we don't really notice until it gets big enough that it's really right in our face. And that is when we start to really realize that uh, something's getting in our way. I have to say that I knew for a while that there was a lot going on and I knew on one level that I was having a little bit of trouble internally coping with it. But because I am a trooper, I was just troopering along and and you know, trying to keep up with everybody else. And the truth is, is I'm an introvert and I can't keep up with a lot of extroverts all at one time. <laughs> and I do know this about myself. But I just kept motoring on and doing my job until I sat down to do a podcast and nothing came. In that moment, I realized that I needed to stop and take a step back and look at what was going on and what I was doing and why I was doing it, and perhaps reset my intention. And again, in that moment, it was like, well, I just can't do this anymore. I guess it's, you know, this was this was a short-term thing and dotty daddy da And of course, that wasn't it at all. It was simply my being overwhelmed and trying to run around and pick up all of those little cars that had fallen off the rails, when the truth is, is all I really needed to deal with was my own car, my own little car that had fallen off the track. I didn't need to worry about everybody else's. And so I came back to resetting my intention. And the biggest thing about setting the intention is that I'm doing it without attachment of how it's going to happen or when it's going to happen or what it's going to look like from here on out. Now, that doesn't mean that I won't have a schedule. It doesn't mean that I won't have a podcast every week, but what it means is I will take off the pressure of having to do it on a certain day when I know other people aren't going to do anything with it for several days. And at the same time, figure out a way to do it so that I'm not putting too much pressure on myself or letting it go to the last minute where I'm freaking out because, oh my God, now I have to do it. So it's really, it was about setting an intention to bring some sanity back into this one little tiny pocket of my life. Now I'm using the podcast as an example because it was the little thing that was right in my face. It was just there. It's like, what are you going to do? How are you going to do this? And this is the one thing that I do for my work that really doesn't affect anybody else. I do it at home. I do it on my own. I'm not asking anybody else for help except for Cameron Lawson, who is my, my trusty sound guy, who takes this podcast and cleans it up and makes it sound all pretty for you. Nobody else is involved in it. Well, maybe the marketing people a little bit, but this is my own deal. And so I am out here So there is nobody else telling me what to do, how to do this, or when to do it. And I realized that I was putting all of those expectations on myself because nobody was doing it for me. And that was also an interesting insight into having worked, of course, you know, for different companies over the years and had bosses and all of that into my own inner landscape as to how do I deal with, with. My work with my schedules, with my obligations, how much of my obligations come from the outside and how much of my obligations are just I'm laying them on myself. This was a wonderful opportunity for me to really, really step back and look at everything that I'm doing. And yes, this podcast was the trigger for that. But of course, It it, it went to everything that I do, my my personal life, my work life, everything that I am involved with, how I do it, why I do it, what kind of pressure do I put on myself because of the external world, how much pressure do I put on myself because of my own internal landscape. And then, of course, it occurred to me that perhaps... If I took another complete step back and went into my inner self and had a conversation there and turned this over to spirit and said, okay, divine order prevails in every aspect of my life now. Divine order prevails in my podcast, in my Sunday talks, participation on Sunday services. Divine order prevails in my personal life. Because partners can be really good at helping derail your own uh, rhythm, right? And so I have a choice of letting whatever is going on in my personal life also derail me or just really understand that living with another person is going to bring inconsistencies into my own routine and not get flummoxed by it. And to be able to go with the flow and know that everything is still going to be okay and just because one of the little cars falls off the track, it doesn't mean that the whole thing is derailed. And I do think now that I say that out loud, that sometimes I think that it's like, here I am, I'm, I'm just boogieing down the road, and all of a sudden there's an obstacle. And sometimes I'll think, well, now everything's ruined. And I'm probably not the only person who thinks that way. That's when it's the taking it back and saying, okay, divine order prevails here. What's really going on? And what is my part in it? giving it up, letting go of the attachment to when and how it's going to happen, giving up attachment to why it's happening, giving up the attachment and just knowing that if you are doing something and you are focused on it and you have the, right, the intention to do it, then just following that intention, following your inner guidance is enough. And if obstacles come in your way, then you simply look at them and deal with them or wait until they dissolve because sometimes an issue or a little challenge will come up that's in your way. And if you allow it to, it might just dissipate. That's not always the case. I mean, a lot of times you have to deal with it, but not every single thing has to be addressed. Just because I deal with maybe four different people who have input or need input, depending on what we're doing, from me does not mean that I have to be really worried about what they're doing or what their process is. As long as I give them what they need and as long as I get what I need from them, all the rest of it is just activity. It's just energy. And that's where... Proclaiming divine order comes in because if I am telling myself that everything is in divine order, that it will work out exactly the way it needs to, I can relax a little bit and I can focus on what I am doing. And when I get my focus back, when I have my clarification, when I have my intention in front of me, then I am open and ready to accept the flow of spirit in and through me. The fear of failure dissolves. And I am left with simply doing what I do in the moment and knowing that everything is going to come together in its own way, in its own time, because the truth is everything is going to come along in its own time anyway. We can't force it. If you're working on a project and you're trying to get certain things done and the right things aren't coming along, it's simply because it's not quite time it will come divine order prevails in everything if we simply step back and allow that process to work divine order is different from the order that we have in our heads and that's the big probably the biggest challenge is to understand that my my idea of order may not be the way divine order works divine order intertwines all kinds of different energies and ideas whether they are are physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, to weave this amazing thing that you call your life. And when you can step back and when you can say, wow, everything fell off the rails, what can we do to put them back on the rails, not out of panic, not out of worry, but simply like, okay, this goes here, this goes there. Oh, we hook these two little train pieces together and there we go, we're back on the rails again. Letting, having your life fall off the rails is not a bad thing. It's not something to panic about. It's not something to worry about. It's actually a message. It's actually, I believe, Spirit asking you to step back, take a moment, consider what you're doing, consider what's going on around you. Look at your intentions. What is your intention really? Because maybe part of this derailment might be because you have not set a clear intention on what you are doing and why you're doing it. The clarity of intention, the clarity of where you want to go and why you want to do it is really important because when you have a good idea of what you're trying to accomplish, you are open, you are ready, you can accept, you can see and you can hear the inspiration from spirit, and that is what we are all here for, is to allow spirit to express through us, and the best way to do that is to be who you are, know who you are in any one moment, and to do the very best you can with what you've got in that moment. And when you have your intentions clear, that is what will happen. I wish you a wonderful week, and I really hope everything stays on the track for you. Blessings. Thank you for listening today. Discovering Spirit Within is produced by Spiritual Life Center. If you enjoyed our discussion and feel inspired to support us, you can go to slcworld.org forward slash donate. And now, until we meet again, deep peace to the running wave to you, Deep peace of the flowing air to you. Deep peace of the quiet earth to you. Deep peace of the shining stars to you. Deep peace of the son and daughter of peace to you. And may the joys of the world go with you.